Welcome to the On Topic podcast, episode 32. It's that weekly podcast that takes a sideways look at a specific topic, a different topic each time. That was polished. That was, I, polished, that was pretty good, wasn't it, until you it start was. talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, John's here, the yeah. brilliant John. Um, That's just me today. Oh, it's just John today, but brilliant John's back next week. Yes, hopefully. Um Yeah. Who still hasn't got his divorce? <laughs> still waiting for that to arrive. Um, no, that's a that's a callback to the previous episode. John's not getting a divorce. If anyone's worried. Uh, <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah. yeah, forget that. John, what are we talking about? For heaven's sake! Today we are talking about reality TV, and this is an example of one of the ones we go into because we think there's meat on the bone. However, it's neither of our specialist subject. Yeah, I think that's fine. Like, we could be talking about rugby, which neither of us know anything about. Anything about. But I think there's enough in... I don't know if there's enough in rugby, but I think there's enough in this. I think there is. I managed to get I managed to get a script out of it, so I was like, okay, that's right. It wasn't... Once I got my eye in, it wasn't too much of a struggle, because um, we were trying... We both, both, before the camera started rolling, were talking about what is a reality TV programme. What yeah, defining that. Yeah, I yes, I think it does need definition because the things I've been googling as part of research, a lot of them aren't, in my opinion, aren't. Like I wouldn't consider Gladiator a reality show. No, like a Gladiator was that obstacle course for healthy people. Um, it was like Robot Wars without the robots, wasn't it? Yeah, and you could see what anabolic steroids could do to people in the Gladiators. Anyway, yeah, we're doing it. We're those, talking about the, con- that. the contestants. The contestants. We're real people. Yes, I accept but, that. Yeah, but if that but counts, it wasn't then a reality so, show. No, so does Crystal Maze. If that's true, then yeah. so does Crystal Maze. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, when I was doing the show, when I was doing my scripts, I was looking for best reality TV stars because I was looking for forgotten ones. I thought that'd be quite good because I probably don't know who they are at all. And it surprised me that number one was Bear Grylls, where somebody's defined Bear Grylls's survival. Bear Grylls's. Survival Bear Grylls in it. Bear Grylls, there you go. <laughs> Bear Grylls survival shiz as reality. And I was like, no, that doesn't count. Right, don't know if that I haven't done that for a while. That's annoying. Uh right, where were we? Oh yeah, Bear Grylls, what were you saying? I said he's not a reality TV star. That's no, no, yeah, no, he's not really, is he? I mean, he's a survival expert, and he yeah. as a, as an expert in his field, he's on TV shows. Yeah, but I, just... but I suppose some of the people on it. No, it doesn't count. I think that has to not count. For me, um, I think it needs that people person personal development with on it. Either it's a fly on the wall, mm, and therefore yeah. people are going about their business, or there is an actual arc of the person's journey. Yes. That's like, okay. If they I was took just 10 people to... off the streets and they said, right, we're going to film you becoming professional boxers. Yeah. And their journey was recorded and them getting up in the morning, breakfast training. You just reminded me of a show that I didn't even talk, didn't even think of that counts as reality. And it was fucking brilliant. And I can't understand why it's gone. Do you remember Channel 4's faking it? Faking it. Yeah. Good example. That was brilliant. That's not on my list. That was yeah. fucking brilliant. So for anybody who doesn't know what that is, Somebody they would find a member of the public and they would tell them, uh, for what we're going to do. I remember one of them was 
uh, a drag artist. They just got somebody who wasn't interested in drag, didn't do anything like that. I think they were like a worked in a library or something. And they said, if you're interested in this the TV show, what we're going to do is for five or six days, we're going to teach you uh, like extreme teaching how to be a drag artist. We're going to pair you up with a drag artist. Yeah. And then on the Saturday night, there's a drag show. You're going to be one of the acts and they're going to try and guess which of the five acts is faking it. Who wasn't a drag artist last week? Hey, that is a fucking brilliant show. Only one, I, I, I don't get the drag thing, but that's something for another. No, no, no. Yeah, whatever. But another episode. Um, I don't get how it slips through the LGBTQ plus net as acceptable. But um, anyway, the only one I can remember from that was the bouncer one. Do you remember the bouncer? Yep. The little bouncer. <laughs> Who became a bouncer after that, bizarrely. Yeah, I can't. I was going to my one, my other one to jump to was going to be bouncer, but I, I can't remember. What was the what was the first? I think everybody, what they're going to define as the first reality TV they saw. Mine what do you consider it? The first series season of Big Brother. Yeah, I, can, I think I consider it Big Brother. Obviously, there's things in the past that could potentially fit into this category. However, this was specifically making a program for this new genre, wasn't it? Yeah. This was the this was the archetype, really, of this genre. And it became a genre off the back of this. I think interesting with Big Brother, because Big Brother people think of how it ended. It's coming back, by the way. Yeah, I've heard it's coming back, yeah. Um I stopped watching after about maybe two seasons, I quit. Yeah. I watched the one with Jade Goody. I remember watching that. It, people remember how it ended, but if you remember how it began, it was actually quite interesting. I remember well, the first I was with... series because they had all the psychological aspect of it, and they had experts on talking about the psychology and body language. And well, this is very early doors um, broadband internet as well, isn't it? When they had things like you could interact with the show and stuff. Mm. Um, I, that, I had my first, second ever uh, house then. Uh, you know, place to live. Um, I was with my ex girlfriend then. She was my girlfriend at the time, otherwise it'd just been weird. Yeah. And um, everybody was watching um, Big Brother. Do you know what I just remembered? I can't remember how much it was exactly, but the the money, <laughs> the prize money to win. Now you would do it. Yeah. I remember. I think it was like ten grand at the time. You were like, "Whoa, what we were ten grand, man!" Yeah. Now I'd think I'm not doing that for ten grand. Do you remember the um, fatal error they made in the first series with the rules? No. They allowed them one book each. Right. And they thought, well, they're in there for 10 weeks, potentially, so one book, you know, yeah, that'll be a bit quiet when they're reading a book, but one book, they'll finish that in a week, that'll be fine. We'll let them have one book each. But they all swapped books. Ah, oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. So there was 12 books available. So a ah. lot of a lot of completely dead air, people just chilling out reading a book. Wow, but obviously it didn't matter because you, they still could condense it to forty minutes. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, second series, no books. A <laughs> <laughs> big rule, no books. It used to make people stars as well. That program, like, like Craig, the, Craig the builder, Craig, Craig the winner. Yeah, um, I was trying to, I was just trying to think of anyone who'd actually, uh, like had was still doing very well, and I couldn't come up. But I, I bet there is. There'll Kate Lawler. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we all. I, I was about, I don't know, twenty then. I remember me and my friend thinking, "Poor." Yeah, right. yeah. She went on to marry a footballer. Oh, did she? 
She's a radio mm. DJ now. She's a DJ, I think, now, yeah. Yeah, on like <laughs> Cambridge Heart, FM. Heart so, or something. Yeah, same. Something like that. Same old shit. Um, yeah, yeah, so that was so that got worse, didn't it? Yes. It kind of ate itself because uh, the I, people got sexier and less uh, less reserved and the, the, the tasks they made them do got sillier. But I, I also think that by definition, the longer something goes on, the, the you know how it works. So mm. the first time they're in, and possibly the second, they don't know what's what the reaction is on the outside. For all they know, no one's fucking watching it. It's died in its ass. No one's watching it. Yeah, but... I think I think a lot of the a lot a lot of the people that came out of the first house suspected it had flopped. Yeah, yeah. Because they saw the twenty four hours of boredom. Yeah. Rather than us seeing forty minutes of gold. But once you got the game, and then and then it becomes almost like a psychological experiment where you, people have to work out what's the extreme they will go to to be famous because they've got twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. To do something messed up. Just yeah. to become infamous. It's that Ricky Gervais joke, isn't it? In, when he was asked, um, "What would what would your advice be to somebody who says they want to become famous?" and he said, "Kill a prostitute." <laughs> Yeah. It's what for is that is what matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you end up yeah because I I nearly I I can't even even me with my extreme language remember a very graphic thing happening with some with one of the contestants on Big Brother within the first like three days or something. Yeah, we just think holy shit. <laughs> yeah, someone needs yeah. a helicopter out and put us on. Yeah, the people that they started wanting on. Got if anybody's really not awesome. sure what I'm talking about, just Google. Kinga, as in King with an A on the end, and Big Brother. That should get you where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, pretty, um, pretty, pretty mingy. I, I liked the juxtaposition between that and the celebrity one, though, where uh, they just gave him loads of booze. <laughs> what was I think? Because the alcohol was like a rarity. Yeah, on the normal one, it was like a special. You had to win it or whatever. On the celebrity ones, let him have booze every night. Great. It was the death of one of my favourite celebrities at the time as well. Was it? Yeah, because I, I, as we've discussed, not a huge music fan, but one band I really did like was the Ordinary Boys. Oh yeah, of course he went in there. And uh, the lead singer, just because he liked the program, even the fact that his music career was absolutely flying. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, the lead singer Preston of the Ordinary Boys, he went on the celebrity one. Um. A bit naive, and and like, yeah, he lost his sort of. You lose your sort of rocky indie. Credibility going on a mainstream reality nonsense program, and it's just just a downhill spiral from there. Celebrities, but that's the other thing, it made their careers. Like Les Dennis, it sort of made his meltdown, made his career. He just mm-hmm. a very public split from his uh, wife. I think there is a window. Affair. There's a window of time where it's perfect for your career to go on, mm-hmm. and it's not on the up. <laughs> it's not when you're on the up. And like Boy George has gone in the jungle this time, and that's perfect. He's done everything he wants to do career wise, hasn't he? M- like monetary. This is that's finished. A lot of people have gone. I always wondered if Boy George could still sing. Now I know. I yeah, haven't even heard him. But... He doesn't need any of this though. It's bonus money, isn't it? It's retirement fund. It's. I remember easy. when Vanessa Phelps went into the Big Brother house, and people were like, "She's." Awful. And I thought, what were you watching before? Mm. What made you think she wasn't a contemptuous shitbag? She's I'm awful to when get... she's not reading autocue. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call it? See, there was a thing the other week because she left Radio 2. She was like, oh, I, she? I, 
I've quit. And I, I and I was thinking, is this some sort of humanitarian project? <laughs> I didn't know if um, well, what they call the World Wildlife Fund had just put a crate in the corner, hit her with a trank dart and just dragged her into it. And we're just releasing her into the wild. What's really... um, Coming off the back of Big Brother, what are the early ones that we would count? I The next one in my brain is Pop Idol. Oh, I've got another one. Um, and I, I weirdly... Me and my wife had this in common because we were like the only people who who watched it. Um, and now, I, and it had gone out of my head. Ah, oh, shipwrecked on T four. Ah, yes. Both separate. We hadn't we hadn't met, but when we were, <laughs> when we were in the early bit of our relationship, we were both we were like, do you know, you just chat about stuff. And she was like, oh, is there any like TV that's like crap that you watch it? And I remember going, quite like shipwrecked. And she, was like, <laughs> and she was watching it at the same time. So what that was, it was a thing on T- Channel 4 in the UK, where they got a group of young people that are like 20. It's about yeah. my age at the time. Yeah. And they put them on an island. Put them in a bikini first. Put them in a bikini or a pair of shorts. <laughs> and then there's about 20 of them, and they just dropped them off in an island. That was off New Zealand somewhere, wasn't it? Or I don't Yeah, know. it was one of those little ones, yeah. That was on. proper, unlike the animals that get me out of here. Live for two weeks. Yeah, they had to eat loads of coconuts and stuff like that. Yeah, they were. They fell say. out instantly. I didn't watch that religiously, <laughs> yeah. but when I did see it, they'd be there an hour and have an argument. Like It was like Lord of the Flies. You thought it was, like was, was going to be a murder. Um, yeah, that was one thing. Um, I was going to go, because we're kind of, we're probably on the downward curve at the moment. It's a very long curve. Of reality TV, possibly, and I, would, and I was thinking of things that happened at their prime that now seem crazy. And and I I I have to. Me and my wife used to watch a show that I'm going to explain in a second. And now I think about it, it's a bit messed up. We would laugh with tears rolling down our faces at this. This doesn't seem fucked up until I tell you what it is. It was called. It, it was called. Uh, right, so I think it was made by Disney under a different name, but it was called Extreme Makeover. Now oh. there is there is a t- there is a, there's Extreme Makeover Home. This is not what I'm talking about. It's your face. It's your face. They'd go and surprise somebody. Uh, normally uh, a man and a woman, but a lot of the time it was, hell. it was two women, and they'd go they'd like they'd like bust into their workplace. Uh, hi Julie, my name's uh, Francine, and I'm from um, I'm from Extreme Milky Makeover. And then they would get them, uh, put them in front of a camera. This was the bit where we started laughing. Um, they would be wearing a pair of sort of granny pants, off-color bra. Yeah, but that would be it. And they would stand in a thing, and the camera would go around them in a really like big circle. Yeah, and infographics would burst onto the screen, mm-hmm. and it would stay like. <laughs> Julie used to it's, play bass for Spanish no, Valley. No, no, <laughs> it was just personal insults. <laughs> Bat. It made it funny. And an arrow. It would be like no. It, wings. it would go down. <laughs> yeah. It would Bad go from the, It would go from the top down, and it would go like <laughs> tartar and decay. It would go frown lines, baggy eyes, bingo wings, alcoholic jowls, <laughs> horrible teeth. Saggy tits, ass fallen off, yeah. um, belly flab. 
Small and nipples. <laughs> and then they would have a consultation. Well, I only found out later how absolutely dangerous this was. I, I didn't, because why the fuck would I know? They would have a consultation with a, <laughs> with a plastic surgeon and he would be um, always the same. Uh, this is probably slightly when her hair transplants weren't a big thing. He'd normally have like a wig on and be like a toupee. So like a 60-year-old American man, permatan, um, sort of glasses. And, he, uh, and he'd have drawn all over her, like you know, those uh, plastic surgery lines. And he'd go, what we're going to do, we're going to open your eyes like that. And then we're going to pin back all this and then grab like some under chin skin. Going to pull all this back like this. And then we're going to, your breasts, we're going to make them slightly larger, slightly rounder, put them here. And then tummy tuck, tummy tuck here. And they just show the line and do this. And this is the key. They did it in one op, right? Yeah, they did the lot in six hours, and they came out. They'd the next shot, they'd they'd kind of do this other infographic while it was happening. They didn't show you any of it, and then they would be in a wheelchair being wheeled out of the clinic with gauze in their mouth, like covered in bandages, it, um, like clearly in agony, high shit on morphine, and they'd be going, and they'd say, and the presenter would say, "Oh my god, you look amazing." And they didn't. And they'd be going, oh, I'm sorry here. And uh, mm. yeah, me, me and uh, my wife would be crying with laughter. Yeah, the BBC did an bad. opposite one of that. How <laughs> to look like shit. They said, get some lass on, you know, tantastic, drawn on eyebrows and all that. Oh, yeah. what was that called? That was called um, Stock Mary. Make Under or something. I thought it was Stock Mary. Stock Mary, it might have been Stock Mary. I don't know. And then they, they just make them look normal. Yes, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I do. Speaking we... of our plastic surgery and that, have you seen Simon Cowell of late? Looks insane. I've only seen him in clips. No, I'm going to send you. Look, I mean, it's mad. He looks like, um, you know, in a, in a a comedy film when someone's had an operation. I just sent you on chat. You know, when in a, a picture of him. It's insane, isn't it? He it's looks like, like Elephant wax- Man. He looks like a waxwork of himself. That's, I think that's terrifying. I honestly feel like the person should be arrested that did that. He's <laughs> a normal-looking bloke, and now he's not. It looks terrible, yeah. But no, awful. Wi- no women on TV have any... Um, they, they, they I know, but that's they, even worse. They never wrinkle. <laughs> it looks like a victim of a fire or something. I like the fact I'm so mean. Honestly, I'm so sorry that I laughed so much there, but it was really funny. And I only found out recently from a friend of mine who works as a, a plastic surgery consultant. All right. She, she said, "Your ch- if you have a, a facelift and a tummy tuck at the same time, that uh... yeah, beard. <laughs> <laughs> the more did more, more tit- the, the the rate of you dying goes is, is you're ten times more likely to die of a blood clot." If you do that. And I was like, really? And she said, it's so fucking dangerous. There's no uh, decent plastic surgeon. Should that be suggested to them? They will say no, fuck off. Because they don't want to kill Yeah, them. yeah. No, the whole thing, I, I think it needs uh, sorting out. That whole And then industry. there's me and my wife 15 years ago going. <laughs> I remember another early one that kind of might have flown under the radar a bit. In a way, on this awesome. side of the pond. Do you remember the Osborns? I do, I had friends who watched it quite a lot. I didn't. I never saw it. 
that was proper reality TV because they did not change anything for the cameras being there. They were immune to the cameras being on. There. I don't think they had any option, though, did they? They were basically bankrupt. Yeah, probably. That, that was that was an element of that. But that was like a precursor for like Cardassians and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that either. I've not seen it either. But they're huge off the back of that, aren't they? Massive. Because well, they're not that's... famous for anything else, are they? No. Uh, Dad was, wasn't he? He was a oh yeah a Hollywood uh, lawyer. It was a bloke. He defended OJ, didn't he? Yes, he he did. Yes, he played played by uh, David Schwimmer in the yes, in the that's correct. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yes, but uh, that's not that. But they've catapulted. Oh, I know, never heard of mega stardom off the back of that. Yeah, but the Osborns was mad because obviously Aussie is mad anyway. That's sort of a guarantee. I didn't realize how much of it wasn't, and it's so silly, but I didn't realize how much they leaned into. I always, having never seen it and only seen clips. I always assumed he had something like Parkinson's or something like that mm. because it seemed he seemed extremely mentally not there. Yeah, and and I've since seen interviews done in the last couple of years, and he seems compass mentis, and I don't get it. Yeah, well, I, I actually, well, actually, I I watched a chunk of that program, and it was it seemed like mental issues, but it was purely just physical, really. It was it was mainly just the the drugs had physically ruined him. So weird. he and, got... and his voice, which made him sound. Yeah, I, I don't. I, to be fair, Black he was. The, the, what's amazing about really that? He was the sanest pro- person on in that family, in that time. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, had, was... they had all these dogs, and they didn't walk them, so they were crapping all over the house. Lich and like you got a TV crew in, you're letting dogs poo on your carpet, like. You're not you're not uncomfortable with if a guest bet, came round and you. I bet there's families like that who in the UK where you've like, got, the, they, they you got this massive that. mansion full of dog poo, and <laughs> you're comfortable with that going out around the world. I remember growing up, a friend of mine. We uh, it was like a thing between the mums, like the, the whole house smelled cat piss. Because <laughs> oh that is God. that is an extreme cat piss is the worst smell on earth. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to go back to shows we do know. Moving kind of forwards. Do you do you did you ever watch Pop Idol then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, the I Gareth had Gates been... and Will Young. So the way things work in our house generally with the TV is that my wife will watch something until she realizes or not that it is exactly what I said it was. Like yeah. apart from we both stopped watching X Factory type things at the same time because we realised what we were actually watching it for and that's it's not okay. Which is the that PT Barnum thing. If you've got, well, if we've talked about this on the show before. If somebody comes out onto the stage and and they've got them, they're on the stage. I don't know where it is, London Palladium, or whatever, and they go, um, <clears throat> oh, what's your name and uh, where you from, or whatever, and they go, my name's Judy. I work in the bingo, and, uh, and they go, what are you going to do? And she goes, I'm going to sing Michael Jackson's Bad. And you think, it's going to be shit. And mm. then she does this thing, and, and then the whole audience, they pan on the audience, all cringing like fuck, because she's terrible. And then you just think, I think you're a worse person for watching it than she. Yeah. She hasn't done anything wrong. But nobody's, there's no one in her life who stopped her. I think it's so no. sad. And I, don't, I don't, don't want to watch it. Yeah. 
I know you. I know exactly what you mean. It was funny. Like the bit I liked, I never really watched it massively, but everyone was sort of swept up in that first few series. You know, when it was yeah. getting like twenty million views and stuff. I think, but the, the, the but the the choice, like whether it was Pop Idol or X Factor, no, okay, but Pop Idol then. You it's quite limited. You saw people who had um, a margin of talent even from the start, didn't you? They were yeah. they could probably sing at a pub on a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and they didn't have the added bit of the fact that some people might not. I didn't like the numpties, well. and I didn't like the live shows. Mm. But I liked I, the bit I quite liked was the judge. What well, I think it was like judges' houses, right? Where they where they've each judge has got like six good singers left. Yeah, but they're only allowed to take three to live shows. I quite liked that because I quite liked sort of seeing who I would take and I, seeing if they agree or not. I probably that is probably either the I think Darius is the last one I watched. Mm. Um, he died recently, didn't he? Um, yeah, bizarre. But I now think about I think I did watch out the corner of my eye the next series because that series was Will Young and Gareth and Darius. That was the final three. And Darius, that was that one. And then the next one was a guy (coughs) whose name was Steve. I don't know what he sang or what, but I remember he won. So that means that I must have been half watching it, and then I then I then I stopped. So I haven't watched it for ten years. One Um, thing to its credit, it does actually create some credible artists, I guess. For a week, well, Leona Lewis, uh, One Direction, yeah, and that Little did, Mix isn't James Arthur's from that, isn't? It? Yeah, I don't even know who that is, but my friend plays guitar for him. I don't know who he is. Yeah, uh, he's probably great. Um, yeah, it does, but sometimes they do, it doesn't, and that's not worth it. Well, I think it got it got to the point years ago where they were a one hit wonder off the back of it. Yeah, Christmas number one because the, B- like- the BBC one really struggled with that, didn't it? Because there was the Fame Academy. Fame Academy, yeah. The BBC one. They, they could never translate to being natural stars. After I, it, It's very, very difficult to do that, isn't it? Was, was, wasn't, was Fame Academy that Rick Waller? Was that, I don't think I ever saw Fame Alex Academy. Alex Parks. No, I don't know. That. Exactly. <laughs> That's the most <laughs> famous person off the back of that show, and you don't know who it is. <laughs> Yeah, they there, didn't though. quite. The only person that did well out of that was Cat Dealey, I think. Right. Oh, Cat Dealey was the host of Extreme Makeover, by the way. Oh, right. Okay. She or, loves or... a bit of reality. Just <laughs> yeah, because she's really, she's really quite famous in America, wasn't she, for a while? She literally, yeah, moved her career to America after. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that. Yeah. So I don't know. They're a bit cringy, aren't they? I, and I really didn't like that. Uh, every Christmas number one was just whoever won. Excellent. I quite I quite like now the mission to stop it because just right now <clears throat> I it, it, they've just released the song today Cunt and the Gang who do that who yeah. do a like a parody one and they uh, they've just really it doesn't come out to the 18th or something and it's called something like fuck the Tories again that's quite funny because you don't need anywhere near the sales you used to have to get to get number one no it's all streaming and that now isn't it yeah so I <clears throat> I quite enjoy that. Again, is there a reality? Is there one going on right now? I don't know. No. Oh, well, Strictly Come Dancing is reality. Oh, yeah, that's but true. No, I don't think there's an X Factor going on, no. No, I, I just didn't know. I, don't, I just... Oh, that's a point. Britain's got talent. That, But that's what I mean. When we shifted, like, X Factor was bad, and then Britain... At, so X Factor, they used to get them in the room, and then they'd say, 
they'd walk out and be terrible. And that was dreadful. That's what put me off the whole thing. And then the, and now there's not just five judges in the camera. There's a whole audience. And what bothers me is that they're screen tested. So yeah. they know that that young lady or man or whatever is delusional. <clears throat> yeah. And they don't go because it would what what would it do to just say to them just on the side? You're really, really out of it. You're going to die on your ass, honestly. No, I'm not, no hate, nothing, nothing at all. Um, we've got a therapist here to have a chat with or whatever, but don't go out there. I don't, that's why I, I think it's stoppable, but they clearly go... Well, they're just, uh, not, they're just pure entertainment. They think yeah, if, it'll, if it'll a... get a laugh, then... Then then, they're the, then the screen testers are the, the biggest scum in the whole... Thing. Yeah, well, they're working to instruction, though, aren't they? All right, the producer, whoever's telling you to do it? it is a scumbag. I mean, yeah, yeah, awful. I agree. I tell you, another thing that always surprised me about these singing ones I don't know if like singing teaching is a myth. No, it's not. You can't teach them to sing. Well, why didn't they improve their singing as they went along? They got 12 weeks with these kids every week, they're doing a live performance and they're not they... getting any better at singing throughout the 12 weeks. Uh, you would find that, okay, yeah, that's... It shows them in the room with the singing teachers. It's, but singing is all about, is, is, is all about range, isn't it? So you can, you can teach somebody within their range, but they, they can't, you can't give them another octave to play with. Uh, No, I'm not saying that they should go from... George Formby to Mariah Carey in that twelve weeks, but no, no, no. I just meant, but, but just more, could... po- even more, po- just polished. Or I, don't I know. should think, surely they are a bit more, aren't they? I, I didn't seem like it to me. I have no fucking idea. I, I said, don't, don't really watch it. Um, I know a show that both of us would have watched. Go on. From the probably at the start. Oh, I've tried. I haven't watched it for a long, long time now. But <clears throat> The Apprentice. Oh yeah, I used to like that before they started letting on. Before they started. <laughs> Putting people on that they thought would be good entertainment, maniacs. Well, they were all they were always. I will say that is a slight thing because they were always from the start they were shit. But you had to, you had to be in a corporate world to understand what was happening. That how they were much of a bell end. Yeah, they all had a. But it used to be more about their CV than their how good they may come across on camera. Yeah, and so you get some series that were amazing because it turns out someone was a ripe fruit cake. And you get other ones that turned out good, but some would be a bit boring. But but now you can. I haven't seen it watched for years, but when I have seen bits on like Gogglebox or something, they they they're clearly there for entertainment. <laughs> there was yeah. you know that the business aspect has gone. If you, I remember it was so readily the Apprentice was so readily absorbed by the by the public psyche that. I was on a course when I worked for BP, um, 2004, 2005, that uh, we used to do like three days in the classroom or four days in the classroom or something, and then come home. It was like for six weeks. Yeah. Went to Milk Keen. And um, one day on the course, they used to pick a team leader for the day. It was very apprenticey. And then you were given a task. And the task on the day was really... So it had gone from The Apprentice on the TV to so readily absorbed, it was now part of business practice because they thought, oh, this is a fucking brilliant way to show people. And watching the show for years, I often would 
think to myself, well, why didn't you just do that? You know, if they, so say they gave them 400 beach balls to sell and they were walking through the streets saying to people, hello, mate, do you want to buy a beach ball? That's a waste of time. Yeah. I would always think to myself, why didn't you just check something like, if you just Google Google what event was on and then just turned up at the event, you could get rid of them all. But um, there are reasons well, you go can't to the do. beach. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and the, but the, apprentice, the, the the producers stop you. I assume would stop you doing that. Just make up a rule that you can't do that. Yeah, presumably. It's not. It's all TV. manufactured. If you made eight grand and walked off, they'd go fuck. He's fucking up. So, but anyway, so I'm on this business course, and they said, right today, the um, what we're going to do today is we're going to build space. Uh, moon rovers you are the new people who are running you know nasa and the american uh, and us and the and the british space whatever project. yeah and i was the leader of our group and they said and the first task you've got to do is go and buy parts for the rover so we've set up an auction in the other room you've got a buyer we've got the uh catalog the sales catalog in front of us send give your buyer what 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 the, you've got this is your budget go in there and do this so I said, okay. So I talked to my buyer. He left the room. He or she, I can't remember who it was, left the room. And about 10 minutes later, they filed back in. And um, and um, the uh, everyone was looking really sheepish. And I looked at my buyer and went, did you do what I told you? And he said, yeah. And then the, one of the course leaders came in and went, John, can I have a quick word with you outside the classroom? Yeah, no problem. I went outside the classroom and they went, right, just to let you know what happened a second ago, your buyer went into the auction um, and there were two uh, motors on the catalogue, obviously one for each team, and your buyer bought them both. And I went, yep. And they said, well, the other team can't carry on now because you own both the motors. And I said, that's the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? And they went, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you sell them, I said, we well, wouldn't do that, would you? Because they're the competition. There's only two motors on the market. Well, I bought them both. And they said, yeah. well, they've got all the other parts, but they haven't, got, they haven't got a motor. And I said, yeah. So what are we doing for the rest of the day? Well, they can't carry on now, can they? Because the next task is going to be this. Yeah. And I said, what are we going to do then? And they said, well, okay, what? do you want to do and i said i think the best thing is we all go back in the classroom you say that my team are geniuses and they've already won but out of good grace we will sell them this and they went right let's get back in and do that i just was like because I, I always thought that when i was watching the apprentice they're like yeah i looked at the rules properly just be a fuck face it's all heavily contrived have i already told on the podcast about knowing someone that went on the uh, come down with me. No, I know someone went on come down with me, right? And uh, got to the bit where it was cooking in, in, in his house, right? Uh, and so they're cooking in his house, and this prepares some of the food. And they go, Oh, this is the bit where you go up and get changed. Uh, you go up, and then we film you coming down in a Dressed up, all looking nice. Yeah. And he goes, yes, yeah, fine. It goes up, gets changed, comes back down. And he goes, yeah, that's great. But can you sort of bounce down the stairs a bit more, a bit more energy, get a bit more energy in this bit? And he went, well, yeah, okay. So he goes back up, bounces down the stairs. If you don't know if you remember, come down with me, I had the really sarky yeah. voiceover, sarky yeah. voiceover guy says, yeah. calm down, David. 
his name is David Lamb, the narrator. Really, yeah, it was really, like, really funny guy. It was like, calm down, Charlie. That's a bit much. Do something just <laughs> and he's watching it back with his family live as it's happening. He's going, they told me to do that. Now they're taking the Mickey out of me for doing it. I do. Oh, I have, very, it's all very contrived. All this reality. TV. I did know a local DJ uh, who who did who did it. Who did um, come dine with me? Uh, I remember talking to him, and I remember we're watching his show, and uh, like he clearly couldn't cook. Like I, I made a joke a little while ago. You know, when, you know when they're doing like the, um, I don't know. Sheila is making a. Um, she, she's. They put her menu up, and they go. She's going to start with a lemon tart first. And um, she leans into the cupboard and gets out an ice cream tub and starts mixing stuff in it. And you're like, and I'd be like, say to to my wife, love, love, I reckon it's going to be the best lemon pie they've ever had because this woman doesn't even own a mixing bowl. So we know we're in for a treat. I liked always, the, uh... They always own one knife, one tiny knife. Yeah, that's normal. Oh, fuck no, it's not. It is. Um, I, I liked the bit where they were try. They tried to pin them down on whether the dessert was shop bought. Oh, okay, right. And they go, "Oh, it's really good." This Clive, did you get it from a shop? And they're like, "Well, the ingredients to make it are from a shop." I know, but was it? But what? But how, how do you? How do you? Did you put the ingredients together, or did the shop put the ingredients together? Well, it's you know, obviously, I didn't make it all from scratch. Is it? Yeah, but did you make it? No, I didn't make any of it. Storm out. <laughs> I remember there was a woman who did it because it wasn't against the rules, and she got a takeaway passed through the window. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, it's not it... against the rules as such. It's more about what the other people will judge you score wise because you did that. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, uh, I, I did quite like that. Do you know, this is really weird. We were in the airport. Do you remember? I can't remember what it's called now. Oh. What's the one about weddings that was on BBC Three, where the groom has to organise the wedding? Oh, um, don't tell the bride. Don't tell the bride. We were in the airport departure lounge, and it should be called "Don't Marry the Groom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were in the airport departure lounge, and um, it was really, really busy. I've told you about this. Before. It was the it was the three bells actually, or five bells, whatever it is that he throw. And we were having a couple of drinks, being shit scared of flying and stuff. So I was kind of getting my normal set. And we started chatting to this couple next to us who were a couple of friends. He was the guy who wrote the concept for um, Don't Tell the Bride. And right. we were in It's a good away. concept. Yeah, because he, 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 he got this, like, he had this idea. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Carnage as well. And that was probably one of the only, that was another show that we used to, to watch. You know when he'd be saying, obviously the screen tests have gone in, they found a couple of maniacs. She's going, they said to her, what do you want to, what kind of wedding you hope he's put together? Well, I know he knows that I've always wanted a white wedding, and he knows that I know I won't get married without my dad there, because we've always been such a close family. And I know he knows that I like backless, um, strapless, um, wedding dresses so i think we're basically going to be fine and then it kind of the narrator goes gavin has decided they're getting married at thought park on one of the rides and no family are invited this is going to be good in black <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after a parachute jump <laughs> it's going to be fucking amazing yeah again uh, like the people they had on were just 
off the planet. <laughs> yeah. But it wouldn't work if it weren't, would it? No. I, like, it would... I loved the the bit. The best bit was the budgeting. And it goes, so, see, didn't they give him like 10 grand or something? 10 like? grand, yeah, 10,000. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so we do it. We're going to get a wedding dress from a charity shop, 40 quid. Uh, uh, my mate's going to bring some flowers because he lives near the uh, a, a funeral as, home. As you surmise, um, you've got the same apprentice problem. If and then and then they go, eight grand. And, then, and we've got eight grand for the stag. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Las Vegas. We're going to walk you, to the church. <laughs> you, but you've done exactly what I was saying. So it's boring if you give it to if you give it to me or you, like the apprentice. If you just go, oh, I've got hundred people, beach balls to get rid of, and you work out how to do it. If you tell somebody who's not insane, they've got ten grand. You go, oh, wedding dress is like fourteen hundred quid. Um, I'm going to hire a suit. Like da 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 da. There's this church. That's going to be that. And then I'm going to do. I don't really care about stag. I just have a couple of pints down the pub. She can have a spa day. Then they never. They would. I reckon if you wrote that down on your wish list, they'd yeah. go really not what we're after. You've got a bit of a funny face. Maybe you could do extreme makeover and they can peel your face off and stick it back on. But this show isn't for you. Yeah. I yeah. definitely. I d- what, definitely would. What do you make of these shows that get lumped into reality TV, but they're fictional? Now, what I mean is, like Towie. And made in Chelsea. I was going to go with Taps and the next thing I was going to so do. I don't know whether that, I don't know. It's they are playing themselves and they're living where they live and they're dating who they date. But I know when everyone knows it's scripted, they have multiple I, takes. Obviously, because I'm me, I've never seen the show ever. I've never seen Towie. Yeah. I, di- I didn't know what it was. We went for a Sunday lunch at, my, uh, at the in laws and I heard the word cowie, but I didn't know what it was. It was nothing to do with it. And it wasn't anything to do. No one was talking about television or anything like that. There was something. It was between my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law. My sister-in-law said, cowie. And then they started having a conversation about people in first person. So my mother-in-law said, I don't know what Claire's doing with Graham because if Graham doesn't sort his life out, then Susan's just going to be like, oh, blah. and they had this really, really, really long chat. Yeah. So I can ignore it. Anyway, he had uh, the meal, got in the car to drive home, and I said to my wife, quite surprising, I'm going to make up my sister in law's name, quite surprising that Kate and your mum have got so many friends. Of course, they don't live anywhere near each other. They haven't got anything. She went, what? <laughs> she said, who? They, uh, I, I just said, well, she's from Ipswich, and your mum's always lived in Felix, though. But I mean, Suffolk's such a small place. Clearly, they they know that person. They went to um, my wife without taking her eye off the road. Went Towie, and I went what? And she went Towie, and I said, why are you making that weird noise? She went, the only way is Essex, and I still hadn't connected. I went, I don't know what you're talking about. And she went, it's a fucking TV show. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Never seen it. I, I don't know what. Yeah. I, I... yeah, it's weird. It's a weird show because they've all like got I famous, say, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. It's made stars of all of them. It's very popular. Who's the guy with the but guy with tall, very shiny to... teeth, very black hair? You're thinking of Ryland, but he's oh. not actually. Oh, is he not? Oh, God. No, but he's of that style. But he's not actually part of the shows. I don't think. Um, oh. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how you classify that. It's. It's a soap opera featuring real people. 
it's but it's not real because they're they're put in situations and they're told what to do so it's it's just not it's not word for word scripted oh okay but it's like oh oh well oh you're you have to go to this bar and you're going to bump into your ex-girlfriend at that bar oh okay and then they go and they go and then they just have this cringy awkward conversation because they're exes and then she goes off and bitches to her friends about him, and he goes off to bitch, and that, and that's it. And they sort of just film that, but it's not real. But it is real. They are really these people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You classify that, and I don't know why it's very popular. Is that I find the other thing? No, I was when we, when we were talking about this. One of the first people who popped into my head was was Jade Goody. Yes, yeah. And on the kind of racism, didn't she? <laughs> On the face of it, I should really not like her, but she falls into the bracket of the person not told they can't sing. You know, when they got on, on on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, kind of. She falls into that thing where, so if you're American, you don't know Jade Goody as you're not from the UK. She was a contestant on Big Brother, which she won the Big Brother thing, and um, then. She was re-invited back on the show in Celebrity Big Brother because she'd now become a celebrity. So they put her in. Where on camera, she used a racist epithet for yeah. another contestant who was a Bollywood star. Yeah. Um, and another, cont- I can't remember, somebody else joined in. Yeah. She was then kicked off the show. And then she publicly went through... A lot, a lot of grief, and kind of rebuilt herself. All the time being tutored by a rapist, Max Clifford, who was a publicist. In the oh movie, yeah, who basically used her as almost like a puppet. Even she was even, and then she was diagnosed with cervical cancer. Yeah, and she lived the basically the end of her life. On a, in reality TV band, really, yeah, where she yeah. kind of went through chemo and everything, with Max Clifford advising her what to do, and he was because he used to do this thing where he would, I know he did it with Jade Goody, where he'd say, "What you need to do, Jade, live on ice cream for about four, about about four six weeks or something, put on like five stone, right, then go on holiday in a bikini, horrible rolls everywhere, oh." Give my mate a ring. He'll come past, pap you. We'll get you on the front of the paper. And so she pitched on the front of the paper, Jade the Whale in Mallorca. Mm. And then after that, you come back, you lose to Four Stone, and we sell a video. Jade yeah. Goody's big summer tummy workout, right? And he did it. Yeah. He did it yeah. over and over again. And she ended up as this fucking... I just, pay, I just felt I, 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 on the yeah, she sort of yeah, she fully immersed into reality, into reality. But the strangest thing is, we can see the public can see every movement within that facade. Uh, you can be explained to you. you yeah, can say, she did this. She used that racist language, and then whatever, and then this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and then this fucking guy, scumbag, did this, and then this, 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 this. and they just. It, they've become so the public in some circles has become so detached from what's real yeah. and what's not they just go along with it as part of the story and you think yeah. she's fucking dead she's got two kids and a husband and whatever. I, know. I, th- I think that's messed up that we've become 
anesthetized to terrible fucking things. Yeah, I know. It's uh, yeah, she's sort of a classic, sort of tragic case of it, really. Mm. Um, have you got any lists or anything run out of time? Any lists? No, I I don't because I just I didn't know who any anybody. I tell you, I tell you what, one that stands out for me as a a good one. Okay. Um, uh, well, actually, two. One good, bad. One good, good. I liked the one. I don't know if it was called the jump, where oh, they made celebrities do a ski jump. Madness. And they all broke their legs. Uh, yeah, loads. That of was things. awesome. That's awesome. I haven't I seen it, but I, I just love that. It. I love the concept. Celebrity breaking their legs. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine your agent ringing you up and they went? Uh, hi, Richard. Uh, just a quick one. Uh, Sorry, you um, didn't get that Channel 5 on the farm thing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get it's that. It's not looking great. How the do you feel about dying <laughs> on camera? How do you... Are you? Do you watch the Winter Olympics? A bit. Um, sometimes. I mean, not not a lot of it. I remember Torval and Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're a bit rubbish, weren't they? Is it Dancing on Ice? It's not It's not Dancing on Ice. Um, have you seen the one where they go down a massive uh, ramp on a pair of skis and then they sort of try and fly at the end. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Fancy that? What? I mean, when? Are we talking like 2025? Like they're going to really like intense training? No. <laughs> it's not even proper skiing. I mean, there's no poles. It's next week. <laughs> Be free Wednesday. What? I'm not doing that. Uh, if you're not doing that, you're going to have to do the celebrity parachute jump without parachutes. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll do it. Would you be interested in Channel 5's hang gliders? What's that? <laughs> we give you a hang glider, you work it out yourself. What? <laughs> so I like that. I like how badly conceived that program was, that they all really got badly hurt. There was still great. I can't even... There was, there was a, quite a lot of injuries, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Ge- genuine bad injuries. Do you remember any of the celebrities who did do it? No. No. No, I just remember that... Because they break their legs before the show even comes out. That's what's amazing. And then they still show it. They're announced as on it. Then they're announced as not on it. And then they sort of, yeah, and then they make a thing about the show. Uh, but then on the other side, I actually quite like this show. Don't know if it counts. It kind of counts. Actually, it possibly doesn't count. And I might have already mentioned it. But I can hear your voice. You have mentioned that. Yeah, I still I still think that it's a rubbish program, but quite enjoyable. It's a good banter between the contestants and it's quite fun to play along at home so maybe check that one out but that's sort of, it's like it's like it reminds me of the singing comps like pop idol and stuff but with that it doesn't it doesn't humiliate anyone that's not up for it yeah i, I think that's the difference the other thing uh when i was doing this was thinking about people who'd managed to cling on i could only think of one person the clinging on to fame thing where you realize then this is basically talking about Kate rebecca Hall. lewis Rebecca, Katie Hopkins. That's mm. a hell of a ball to keep in the air. So, for those who don't know, she was a, a contestant on The Apprentice in the UK, and now she's like a right-wing Nazi maniac yeah. because she has to say she doesn't mean anything she says. She just has to keep saying it because she's not famous. Yeah, she has no discernible skills. So every so often, she has to say something abhorrent. Yeah, to get in the news so that she gets anything, and she gets on the TV and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's amazing how you chuck celebrities into the mix, and people will watch things they wouldn't watch. Oh, do you want to come down and watch the uh, figure skating? Uh, <laughs> the what? The figure skating? Yeah, we're going to watch some people doing figure skating. And uh, no, celebrities figure skating. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'll come down. David Seaman dancing on ice. Yeah. Uh, do you want to come on? Oh, do you want to come down? Blackpool Ballroom's a, it's a ball, ballroom dancing competition on. Is they? Right. That's, you think that's... some of them are going to be doing the uh, Argentine tango? Oh, wife... well, no, I don't think. Celebrities. My wife <laughs> recently got back into Strictly Come Dancing, and I just pushed my headphones in my ears and don't yeah. even look up. It is, the, I, it is the most boring thing ever. Hey, <laughs> it's could, very popular. My mother-in-law, they had, because uh, I don't watch it, and it was on, they do a Christmas special that's on, on at the in-law's house on Christmas Day. Uh, the in-law's Christmas Day um, TV marathon is eat... eat well, you need eat, to learn eat. some jargon <laughs> yeah, just and just say it. Just say, just say, just say something like, "Oh, their top line is dreadful." <laughs> <laughs> just oh. throw a bit, some bits in. So, it's, but it's like my personal nightmare on Christmas Day. So, it's I think it's is it these Eastenders, Doctor Who, Strictly Come Dancing Christmas Special, Coronation Street Christmas Special, something else. Right, and I don't watch any of that. I don't know what's happening. But the, the Strictly Come Dancing was on, and uh, I don't watch it. And uh, I glanced up. And Anne Whittacombe, who's a fucking horrible Tory bitch, waddled onto the middle of the screen. I thought, am I in a parallel universe? And I went, is that Anne Whittacombe? And my mother-in-law went, she's a right laugh. And I went, she's <laughs> She's many things. She is not that. That's all. Are we from that time? Yes. On Anne Whittacombe. On Anne Whittacombe. Well, it's no Famous place virgin. to do it. If you would like to be part of the show and chat to us, then please join the Facebook group, which is called The On Topic Podcast, or follow us on Twitter, it's called The On Topic Podcast, or go to YouTube, the old YouTubes, and there we've got a channel there, it's called The On Topic Podcast, you search it in the search bar, you can send us an email if you've got anything wrong, which we probably have, uh, it's The On Topic Podcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thank Bye. you. Bye.